Praise God. I want the Holy Ghost to rain down in this place today. Anybody want God to talk to you? Anybody want to receive something from the Lord today? Honestly, anybody want to receive something from the Lord today? Well, let me caution some of you about writing hot checks. You want something to fall. You've you, you got to give something. You've got to invest something first. And I'm going to tell some of you professional Pentecostal something. This can become monotonous and mechanical for you. And I'm going to tell you what. I don't want to be in this thing so long that a first-time guest can walk in and tears fall down their face. And me and you, after six, seven, ten years, How great thou art, how great thou art. Oh, hey, don't, don't, don't ever get so professional that this don't mean what it used to mean to you. Come on, it, it ought to get sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Don't live for God so long you lose your love for him and your passion for the things of God. Well, remain standing. Job, the 14th chapter. Job 14 and 1. I know my wife's giving me that look. Go to preaching, quit meddling. So I better read a text. Job 14 and 1, and then we'll read, uh, go to Proverbs 18. Job 14 and 1. Job 14 and 1, man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. Look at somebody and tell them you're in trouble today. You either coming out of trouble, you either in trouble, or you about to go into trouble. But your life's full of Trouble, trouble. Proverbs 18 and 10. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. Says the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. Now, it's an honor to come here. Uh, I was telling a preacher yesterday, the thing about pastoring is, boy, you, you, you've always got to be fresh and new, and I've got so many. It's not a matter of trying to find something. It's just trying to choose the one thing. i got a lot I could say. And for days, this little little Bible study almost has been on my heart, and I thought, God, no, I'm going to Hot Springs. <laughs> they like to preach with the preacher. Why are we, why are we going here? Um, but anyway, I, I cannot shake the burden that God's placed on my heart today. And I don't know how this is all going to come out, and I won't be long, but I believe the Holy Ghost come to help somebody today. <laughs> Let me just say this, and I know you're standing. Let me say this. I've been to chiropractors before and have a little problem with a tendon, and that chiropractor say, is this where it hurts? 
thinking he'd let go. No, he pressed harder. And he would hold pressure there and then move my arm. so painful but when he was through oh it felt good I love it when the Holy Ghost comes down and hits you right where it hurts but dear God when he's through oh it feels good I want the Holy Ghost to find that spot in me today it may not feel good right now but we'll come back tonight and shout about it what do you say amen Let's pray. God, we love you today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your people. Ask you, God, that you would use us for your glory. God, speak to us today. Let the gifts of your spirit be in operation, God. Open our hearts and minds to hear. Receive your word, and we'll give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' precious name. Oh, let's give the Lord one more shout of praise. may be seated if I could have just a, a, a bit more up here brethren I, I appreciate it I have chewed on the verse the name of the Lord is a strong tower I, I remember sitting a few weeks ago in a deer stand and I don't know why that verse was in my head chewing on that one portion of scripture the name of the Lord is a strong tower and Brother Motes, it puzzled me. How can a name be a tower? How, he said, the name of the Lord strong tower, the righteous run in and is safe. How, how do you run into a name? And so I, it puzzled me and got to thinking about it, got to doing some study on it. And uh, historians claim that the phrase, name of the Lord, here actually refers to God himself. So the scripture, in essence, is saying that God himself is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. I'm going to preach for a few moments this morning about the key to the strong tower. The key to the strong tower. And so the word of God is comparing God to a strong tower. And I begin to think about this comparison and how that this comparison or the value of a strong tower, no doubt, has lost much of its importance and value to us because time has so far removed us from that particular day and hour where there would be a strong tower and we have lost the value of what a strong tower could be to a people. But in the time of this writing, strong towers were extremely valuable. They, they meant a very great deal to the people of that day. Historians would tell you that a strong tower represented safety. 
safety. It was a safe place. A strong tower was a place of refuge from all harm and danger. It was a strategic gathering place for people to gather in times of trouble. In fact, they believed that many of these strong towers were uh, filled with provisions that they could stay in these towers for a length of time to let the trouble go away. It served as a place of peace when troubles and problems began to gather around them. It was a place of rest for the weary. It was a sanctuary for those being pursued. And I want you to understand that one of the greatest things that a tower did is that it was a place where man could be lifted up above his problems. Lifted up above the danger. Lifted up above the problems around him. Amen. And what the Bible was telling us is that the strength of the tower was more than enough to protect you no matter what comes your way. It does not matter the size of the trouble. It does not matter the, the size or strength of the storm. If I can just get in the tower. If I can just get inside the confines of the tower. Everything's going to be alright. Just let me find that place that offers safety and security. You have to understand that in this time period, how fragile life was. How fragile the idea of protection was. At any moment, trouble could arise. At any moment, a foreign enemy could show up. At any moment, a massive storm could breached the horizon. At any moment, a silent, invisible, deadly virus could make its way into the camp. You have to understand this was a far different day. That they, they were uh, nowhere near as secure as we are today. We know a storm's coming a week in advance. Amen. If we have financial problems, we've got credit cards and loan programs. If we've got, if we've got physical illness, we've got doctors and modern day medicine. And so we're so far removed from the uncertainties of that life. It's hard to imagine the daily fears they had to live with. Always looking over their shoulder, wondering, are we going to be safe today? Always wondering, is this the day that a virus attacks my baby or a foreign enemy invades our land? They lived in fear every day. They lived not knowing what face tomorrow every day of their life. They learned to live with fear. And I'm going to tell you what it's a whole lot like today. 
fears creeping back into our lands. I pastor people that live with fear. They don't understand what's going on around us. They don't understand what's going on in the politics and the financial world. And they have problems with the modern day school agenda. And they live with fear. Fear about China. Fear about America. Fear about modern day crime around us. And they live in fear. Just like Israel. Just like every nation lived in fear. But that was not to be for the people of God. Things were different for God's people because they had a strong tower they could run to and they could be safe. They were not like the heathen. They were not like everybody else. They had a God named Jehovah. He was their provider. He was their protector. He was their way maker. They had God. A strong tower. A strong tower. A strong tower. A healer. A way maker. A deliverer. A savior. We're not going to be like everybody else. He showed that with Goshen in the land of Egypt. Amen. It may, the, the, the world may have flies, but not the church in Goshen. Amen. The cattle may be afflicted and, be, and, and wake up and be dead the next morning, but not among God's people in Goshen. The pestilence may come, but not in Goshen. The hail may fall, but not in Goshen. The locusts may come, but not in Goshen. The darkness may come, but not in Goshen. You want to know why? Because God is a strong tower and God can separate us from the trouble of the world. Hey, that's my God. Come on, that's your God. And so what the writer's saying is that God can protect his people like a strong tower protects its citizens. And the way that a fearful, needy people would run to the safe confines of a strong tower. So are you and I, when trouble comes, are to run to God. He didn't say casually get there. He didn't say stumble your way in. He said, but run into it. That means for the purpose. Hey, I'm telling somebody, I live for God on purpose. I'm here on purpose today. Man's days are few and full of trouble, but I'm running to Jesus. I'm running to church. I'm running to a prayer meeting because my God is a strong tower. When trouble comes, run to Jesus. Amen. When life gets crazy, run to Jesus. Amen. When storms threaten, run to Jesus. When the pressure mounts up, run to Jesus. When all the world around you is shifting sands, run to Jesus. When you're sick, run to Jesus. When your marriage is being ripped apart, run to Jesus. Amen. When you're broke, disgusted and busted, run to Jesus. 
Jesus. Don't know what to do. Run to Jesus. You've got to run to Jesus. I need a strong tower. I need a strong tower. In 2022, I need a strong tower. Financial problems, family problems, physical problems, trouble, 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 trouble. I need a strong tower. I need a strong tower. I need a man of God in my life. I need the word of God in my ears. I need God in my heart. I need a strong tower. Well, let's praise him right now. Come on. I'm going to tell you something else. Quit making Jesus your last option. Quit making Jesus your last resort. Quit telling yourself, well, if I can't fix it, then I guess I'll run to Jesus. You can't fix all your problems. Quit putting God, quit making God your last resort. Honey, put God first. The first sign of a storm, get God involved. The first sign of trouble, get God involved. Oh, come on, somebody. When trouble comes, run to Jesus. Run to church. Run to a prayer meeting. Run to your strong tower. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with swelling thereof, I'm not going to be scared. I got a strong tower. Anybody glad about that? I will not shake. I will not fret. I will not doubt. I will not worry. I got a strong tower. I got Jesus and that's enough that's enough he's enough anybody glad about that give God some praise man's days few full of trouble but the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And then there's this little point of that verse that we often overlook. And this is the key. So I come to preach about for a few minutes. Probably the most overlooked part of that scripture. The strong and mighty tower I'm going to cross some of your belief probably, some of you. But this strong and mighty tower is not for everybody. He did not say, let anybody run into it and be safe. He didn't say, let the Philistines run in. Let the Jebusites run in. Let the Amalekites run in. Let the carnally minded man run in. Let the adulterer run in. Let the drug addict run in. Let the prayerless soul run in. He said, let the righteous run in. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, some of y'all having a hard time with this right now. But I'm in the book, friend. Uh, he did not say that everybody that wants to run in, uh, he said let the righteous run in. Uh, this is a place reserved for my people. This strong tower, this great God, this healer, this way maker, this provider, this king of kings and lord of lords is reserved for righteous man and a righteous woman. Righteous means just. It means lawful. It means clean. It means upright. It means those just doing right. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you sure you're doing right? Now don't answer them because I don't want nobody incriminating themselves right now. Turn to somebody and say, neighbor, are you sure you're righteous? Are you sure you're living right? Are you sure you're living right? Are you sure you're doing your best to live for God? Because if you're not, there's a lock on the door of a strong tower, and baby, you cannot get in. Yeah, my amen's getting a little fewer here today. The strong tower, hear me, the strong tower is reserved for those that live for God before the trouble comes. Before the storm blows in, before the doctor says you got cancer, before your marriage has been ripped apart, they that said, God, I'll live for you in the good times and the bad times, when I feel like it and when I don't feel like it, the righteous man, the righteous woman. Now, I'm gonna, while I'm crossing theology, I might as well go ahead and get another one here. That's the beautiful thing about not being an evangelist. Y'all can't cancel revival. I got to go home anyway. <laughs> There's more to being blessed than paying your tithe and offering. I don't believe this, 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 this mentality, this doctrine. All it takes is paying your tithe, and, and if you pay your tithe, and you'll be blessed. I've seen people pay their tithe but couldn't manage their money and never, never got a dime to spend. There's more to this thing than how much you give in the offering plate. Because I've seen people that could pay their tithes but didn't live righteously and were not blessed like we think they ought to be blessed. You got to pay your tithe. That's part of being righteous. You got to give your offering. That's part of being righteous. But at the same time, you got to live holy. You got to live pure. You got to live clean. That's all part of righteousness. You got to do your best to live according to every word the man of God preaches. That's all part of righteousness. got to submit to spiritual authority. Now, let me bust heads with some of you prideful macho men. And I got a good spirit. 
I really do. I had biscuits and gravy for breakfast. I'm happy. I'm happy. Y'all going to shout out tonight, I'm happy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm not mad at anybody. I don't know about you. I'm, 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 I'm just I can keep my eye on you over here. Feeling something over here. That's why I keep staying on this side of the pulpit. I don't get too close to it. <laughs> she knows I'm teasing. But I'm going to tell you what. It don't make you less of a man because you submit to spiritual authority. In fact, it makes you more of a man. This ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. Oh, yeah, they do. They do every day. They do every day. Ain't nobody going to tell me what to do. They do it every day and you do it. The boss man says, be at work at 8 o'clock, you're there. The boss man says, wear that uniform, you're there. The police officer says, don't go over this number or you're going to go to jail. We, somebody's telling us what to do. Why not let the Holy Ghost tell you what to do? Why not let God... Why not do your best to line up with the word of God and learn to live in a strong tower where you'll be blessed? The blessings are not outside the confines of the tower. The blessings are found inside of the strong tower. And that's how you're blessed. That's how your marriage is blessed. That's how your kids are blessed. That's how your home is blessed. Let's lift our hands and love the Lord. Come on. Speak Holy Ghost. Speak Holy Ghost. Speak Holy Ghost. Can I tell you what God's tired of? And I didn't mean to get off on all this, but I feel something right here. God's tired of the cussing and fighting and hollering and the, and, the, and the dysfunctionality inside our homes. And we walk through that door and put on our little hypocrite face and start singing and shout, he sent me free, he sent me free. And your kids are looking at your mama that just screamed at the daddy and daddy just slapped the mama and there's no peace in their homes and they walk in trying to act like everything's all right. No, 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 it ain't all right. You're not living inside the tower because you're not right. You're not praying. You're not submitted. Don't you understand this is all part of a covenant relationship? God said, you, 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 you put me one, I'll put you number one. You serve me, I'll serve you. You bless me, I'll bless you. It, 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 it's, it, there's an equilibrium here. You do your part and God does his part. But too many are trying to get God to do all these parts and bless and open doors and move mountains when you ain't doing your part. You're not submitted to the man of God. You're not submitted to the word of God. And you're a hypocrite. And God knows who you are. And your home's not right. There's more to righteousness than what you do inside these four walls. What about when you're all by yourself? What about when your hotel room 
by yourself? What about when your wife's not there and your parents aren't there and the man of God's not there? But I, I just couldn't go to y'all's church. Dear God, y'all can't do nothing. That preacher preached against everything but eating and paying tithes. That's not true. God is the one that set the parameters. And God said, you want inside my tower? You better get righteous. You want my blessings? You better get righteous. You want my hand of favor in your life? You better get righteous. Well, you, you just think you're holier than everybody else. Number one, why are you even saying that? Go get a new argument. You just think you're better than everybody else. No. But I sure do like my place inside the strong tower while you're sitting out there on your Netflix. Can I say that? I'm sorry. I sure like living the blessings of God. While you're sneaking around doing things and you think nobody knows about. This ain't about you and the man of God. It's about you trying to live righteous. Oh, Jesus. So, my simple point, i got to bring this thing down, but the crazier life gets, the more I feel pulled and, and pressure, and, and, the, and the closer we get to the end of the race, and the, and the more somebody sends me a text and says, read this article about Britain and their, their disrespect now for the word of God, and, and, and what about China over here, and what about America, and what about, what, what about this, and, and, and fear, and, and all the stuff that's going on, the crazier it gets. The deeper inside the strong tower, I feel like I got to get. Come on, honey. Come on, babies. What are y'all doing? I want to get as deep in the strong tower as I can get because there's a storm brewing out there. My God. You can have your parties, have your frills, have your fun, live life the way you want to live your life. But that's for me and my house. I want inside the tower. I got to be safe. I got to be saved. I got to be preserved. The name of the Lord's a strong tower. And the righteous run in. And the righteous run in. And the righteous run in. So I choose. To live righteously. I choose to live righteously. Come to my home. I choose to live righteously. There ain't nobody in my life with a baseball bat going to hit me upside the head. I can do anything I want to do. But if I do, I'm breaking the covenant. I'm not so arrogant that I think I can make it with the hand of God saying, oh, okay, let me just get off of you. Let me just step back here. And you go ahead and just live life the way you want to. Without me, you, you go ahead and try to exist outside the tower. Go ahead. You ain't got to get inside this ark. 
Make fun of the man of God. Make fun of the church. You ain't got to get Just live your life. And man, you wake up one day, the sun's shining. I feel sorry for Noah and his family. And a few weeks go by. A few months go by. Yeah, a few years go by. And you say, that crazy church, I feel so sorry for them. But don't you understand? One day, the clouds will roll in. One day, the storm's going to come. One day, the rain's going to fall. And the floods will rise up. And I'll be so glad I made up my mind. Stay in the boat. Stay in the tower. Live for God while you can. Come on, musicians. And so, God just works in strange ways. My son and I are riding down the, by the way, Kip would be here, but somebody stay home and pastor the church. So Kip's not here today. There's more truth to that than y'all think. Amen. <laughs> and so we're riding down the road. And out of nowhere, boy, you, the kid's bright. He reminds me so much of myself when I was that age. You know, he's bright. He, he's really got it on the ball. No, I'm teasing. Try to make some of y'all smile for the first time in a few weeks. Amen. Man. That's your seat. You hear me? That's your seat. If that knucklehead behind you ever tries to take your seat, you say, Brother Green's going to come get you, okay? You look so good right there on the front row. Man, you know what? Your sisters ain't got the guts to sit right there. <laughs> no, they don't. Do y'all? No, y'all don't. <laughs> yeah, there's a message right there. <laughs> Amen. But my son, I mean, out of nowhere, he said, Dad, how do folks live without God? What'd you say? So I, 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 can't just, I can't just answer that here in a few minutes. Do you know what I had to tell him? So I, I, I don't know. I don't know how a backslider lives without God. Once you've tasted this, how do you get it away from it? I walked in that prayer room this morning and I said, dear God, this ain't a prayer you can hear. It's a prayer you can feel. It's like something churning in there. How do you walk away from that? How do you live without God? How do you leave the tower? I got a cousin right now. He's so addicted to drugs. He's, he's homeless. His mind is, it's, it's gone. It's not there all the way it's there. It's causing a lot of family stress. A, a boy that I watched him shout and talk in tongues right beside me growing up. But he left the tower. He couldn't break the, the drug habit. Listen to me, listen to me. He never would fall on the rock and be broken. I'm going to tell you what. I don't care how much you can shout and dance and juke and jive and talk in tongues. It, the victory don't come until you're broken. Broken. And I said, son, whatever life they do have, they're miserable. 
Don't let social media posts fool you. Don't let that little smile, that plastic smile when you see them out in town, don't let that fool you. They're miserable. There is no life outside the tower worth living. That's why I say it all the time. Take this whole world, but give me Jesus. That's why I like those old songs that had a message. There was an old song they used to sing. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. You can take this whole world, but give me Jesus. I still believe that. I still preach that. I still live that let me have Jesus let me have the tower let me say this and I'm closing wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses he's going to get to the running part in just a minute He's going to tell us that we, we, we need to run with patience, okay? We're talking about running into it. But before he ever mentions running, let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us. Then let us run. The idea is, listen to me, before you can run, you've got to drop some things. You've got to drop some addictions. You've got to drop some connections. Listen to me. You've got to drop some ideologies. Quit thinking you're smarter than the man of God. Quit thinking you're smarter than the Word of God. Quit thinking you're smarter than the Holy Ghost. Boy, I'm bumping up a lot of stuff here today. Was it Joseph? Your name? Jose. Jose. You touched my heart today. I don't know your story. Your, your first time here. Come here, Jose. I don't know this man. But when everybody else sat down, he kept on standing. His hands were lifted. This man's got nothing. But you hear me in the Holy Ghost. If I can to preach to nobody else, I can preach to you today. Lay aside every weight, lay aside every sin, and run to Jesus. Come here. Brother Gee, is it Brother Gee? Come here. Come here. Stand right here by this man. I want you to see this man right here. You see the suit and tie? You see how nice he looks? Uh, you want to see the truck he's driving? Uh, you know what? Uh, when this man walked into church, uh, he was a lot like you. Uh, this man uh, didn't have anything. Uh, this man was broken. Uh, but you know what he did? Uh, he laid everything down. Uh, he found a man of God. Uh, and said, if you'll help me. If you help me, if you help me, I'll lay aside the weight. I'll lay aside the sin. Let me have the tower. I gotta live in the tower. And God's blessed him. And God's blessed him.
God have mercy. Put your pride down. Put your hurt down. Put your anger down. Put your sin down. Put your addiction down. Listen to me. Listen to me. I got to say this and I'm through. Listen to me. Just stop, 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 stop. Listen. Everybody listen. Because you hear me in the Holy Ghost, right? Listen to me. Listen to me. The devil. Oh, God. The devil wants some of you to start looking at the tower and taking it for granted. My God, I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. He wants some of you to look around the tower and take it for granted. And start murmuring and start complaining. Well, why, why can't I teach Sunday school? Why, why, why can't I get up there and sing? Why can't I read the scripture? Why can't I do that? Why, why is the pastor making a big deal about them and not me? Start trying, listen to me. Start trying to find fault with the tower. I preached at home just the other, just like last Sunday, about knowing the ark and all the problems in the ark. The work, the stress, the darkness, the aroma. But in the worst of times, thank God it floats. Before you start letting hell minimize the value of a man of God in your life. Before you let hell minimize the value of a pastor's wife in your life. Before you let hell minimize the blessings of God on this house. Before you let hell rob you of your appreciation. You better look around remember how messed up you were when you first came to church. You were messed up in your mind, messed up in your marriage, messed up in your finances, but you found a tower and God put your life together again. Oh, let's pray. Come on, let's pray. Here's what we're going to do. Listen to me. My God, I'm sorry. I feel so much going through me right now. I can't even say it all. Some of you, listen to me. Need to quit making this a list of do's and don'ts and rules and restrictions and things you've got to do and can't do. Start looking at this righteous life as your access key to a tower you got to have. Because you, listen to me, you cannot afford to lose the favor of God on your life. So go home. Clean your life up. Go home. Get rid of some contacts in your phone you don't need. Go home and make up your mind. Tell your wife. Tell your kids. We're not going back there. We're not doing that anymore. That's not coming in my home. I'm not going to move out of the tower. 
clean your life up. But get righteous. Get righteous. Get righteous. Come on, let's pray. Come on, in Jesus' name. The altar's open. Come on, find a place to pray. I'm running to a tower. I'm running to a tower.